Good morning. Welcome to The Awake Life with Anjali Love. And today is a five-minute pop-up pep talk um, about the difference between karma and dharma. And I thought it was relevant to talk about it since this podcast is about sharing stories of those living their dharmic path. So I think there's a lot of misunderstanding about karma And I know for myself, I misunderstood it for years. I thought that if I did something good, something good would happen to me. And that if I did something bad, something bad would happen to me. And this just creates a whole bunch of stress. And I remember doing good things and then something good wouldn't happen. And then I'd be really pissed off about it, you know, or I would do something, quote, good because I thought something good would happen to me. So that was really just kind of manipulation in disguise. (laughs) And then, you know, when I would make a mistake, then I would be really paranoid, like, oh, my God, I acted in a bad way. So it just creates more drama, more stress, more suffering, more bondage. And just like we have to follow rules. And yeah. So when I learned um, this other perspective of karma, it really rang as truth in my heart. And so karma is action that leads to suffering. And kriya, you know, is action that leads to liberation. So kriya yoga or uh, dharma is where your action is leading you to this place of freedom. And when you're in your freedom, you're in your heart. And you're, yeah, just awake in this beautiful way. And knowing that no matter what circumstance happens in your life, whether you perceive it to be, quote, good or bad, there's this greater awareness that um, everything that's happening is leading you to, um, to more and more freedom. So even if a circumstance isn't that great, there's not suffering in that. Because um, at least for me, from my experience, as I've been moving toward this life of more dharma um, as opposed to karma, even if something is in my circumstance really um, not well, not that preferable. I'm able to come to my practice and come to this place of peace within myself and have this greater knowing that I'm going to get through this situation that, you know, maybe fear is coming up, but I know how to be with that and know that it will pass and know that every circumstance, every challenge that is happening in my life, I'm going to get to the other side and And on that other side, hopefully understand where that brought me, right? Because if you're living this life of evolution, there's going to be fear. There's going to be challenges. You're going to be continually like evolving and you can't evolve or change or grow if everything is just easy all the time. And so, yeah, so it just starts to be come kind of fun (laughs) to kind of witness what your mind does in challenges. Um, But when you're living a life of karma, they're suffering because there's this idea that something's wrong and you're, you're living from these conditioned patterns that there may be awareness of, and there may not be. So for example, 
when I was in my 20s and just starting grad school and studying psychology, there was a lot more understanding of how my childhood, um, how I developed certain patterns in my childhood, and that those patterns like continued as I became an adult. And so I had this ability to witness, like, for example, I had this pattern as a kid where I remember consciously making myself like check out, like I would consciously put myself somewhere else in my mind, trying not to be present in the moment. But when I, you know, moved out of the house and went to college and, you know, had a job like that pattern of checking out was not really serving me, but I kept doing it. <laughs> but when I had awareness that I was doing this, because I didn't even have an awareness that this was a pattern. But when I developed this awareness that I was doing this pattern, I had the ability to shift it. But I think having an awareness on a psychological level isn't enough. I don't, I don't think it works. And that pattern continued through my 30s, through my 40s. And then when I discovered um, Safa Yoga, where we do a lot of Kriya, a lot of breath work, a lot of mantra, it, it started waking me up in a new way um, where I was able to, you know, it, these practices impact the subtle body. They impact the body on the level of the nervous system and also the brain, which is why like I'm so lit up about this practice because when you're impacting the subtle body, you start to uh, release memory on a cellular level. So our body holds memory on a cellular level. And when you do these practices, you're able to, you know, kind of break that up and, and release stuff out of the body that, again, you may not have awareness that it's impacting you. Um, so it's like you're looking outside of the front window when you're driving and you have an awareness about that. But there's all this kind of shit on the back window that you don't even know is there but it's like holding you back and holding you down. So you don't know it's there until you take a peek. And to me, that's what um, these practices were. It was, you know, I was looking out the front window, trying to analyze things and understand things and not sure why I couldn't shift the patterns that were happening in my life. And when I started uh, practicing and teaching power vinyasa, it was great, but it didn't, for me, it just wasn't, enough. And when I started practicing and incorporating the breath work, the daily meditation, the Kriya work, like this is the stuff that like really started um, helping me to shift patterns in a bigger way and to understand what was happening in my nervous system and my brain um, so that I could, you know, actually embody the changes without, um, so much struggle. Things just started naturally shifting because I was cleaning up what was happening in the body. And so that's part of why I moved from psychology uh, and, and treating people in that way to working with people through Kriya, Kriya Yoga because I feel like it's important for us to share our stories and to understand things and to understand our patterns. But I think if we're just doing that, 
it's not enough. I think that working on being able to be silent with the self and make peace with the self is so useful through meditation and breath and mantra. And, you know, I think asking someone to sit in silent meditation is not really useful, especially if someone um, is depressed or anxious, they're not going to be able to sit in meditation. It's like torture. And I know this from my own experience and from working with clients that you ask someone to sit in their stuff and it just creates more, uh, just, uh, it's just not great because the mind is so busy. And that's why doing a breath practice or a mantra practice or a Kriya is so helpful because it help, the mind will release where release enough so that the person can actually start to feel a shift on their level of energy and when the subtle body. So when you start to feel that shift on the level of energy, the mind shifts and the emotion shifts and you're able to more comfortably kind of take a seat. And so I didn't want to make this talk. This talk is now nine minutes and 29 seconds. <laughs> And it was supposed to be a five-minute pop-up talk. But um, anyway, so I guess I'll leave you with this. Um, living a life of karma is where you're coming from your conditioning. And it's, it's just going to be suffering. Um, but it's possible to wake up and to live a life of dharma and to live a life of freedom where you're working on your evolution. And when you're doing that, we all need support. And we all need to um, support one another. Because I notice even for myself, like I'll notice that I'll go back into my conditioning. And that's why the consistency of practice is so key. Because when I'm consistent in my practice, then my conditioning doesn't have as much of an impact on me. And I can see over the years that it's like dropped. But some of our conditioning is so, so ingrained. Some of our patterns, you know, I'm going to be 52 years old next week. And some of these patterns that I developed, I mean, I've been doing them my whole life. And so some of the patterns take a little bit longer to drop. But I promise you that if you stick with your practice, that the patterning will drop. And that's why I'm bringing the um, Awake Life online uh, Kriya practices to you, because those have been the thing that has helped me the most in terms of shifting my condition patterns. And I will do a podcast on the impact of Kriya on the brain and the nervous system and always reach out um, if you want me to talk any more about a specific topic, one of my patterns is I always worry like I'm talking too much or I should be quiet. And so <laughs> it's kind of funny. Anyway, so always shoot us a message and um, uh, follow us at The Awake Life on Instagram and have an amazing, an amazing day. All right. Harion. Thank you.